Hello, everyone. Today, I'm joined by Mr. Calvin Qualis, the founder and CEO of Qualis Brands, and Scotch Porter. How are you doing today, Calvin? I am well. Awesome. I am well. Thanks for joining. So, Thank for those you. who aren't, no, of course, our pleasure. For those who aren't familiar, could you tell us what Scotch Porter is and Qualis Brands? Sure. So, Scotch Porter Qualis Brands is a men's personal care and wellness company that I started uh, about seven years ago. Um, a bit of a backstory on, on the brand is a kid kind of growing up in my mom's shop and spent a lot of times there. She owned a beauty parlor and barbershop and um, kind of looking back in hindsight, um, what I really appreciated, uh, I didn't appreciate at the time, but what I appreciate now is this ability that my mom and the others had in, in terms of helping people to, to feel better about themselves. And as a kid, I could clearly see people coming into the shop, um, you know, some didn't necessarily feel their best, but my mom and the other barbers and stylists would kind of do their thing. They, you know, get up, kind of look in the mirror, kind of pop their collar, walk out with an entirely new step. So this ability that they had in terms of helping people feel better about themselves really uh, resonated with me. And um, I um, went off to college, got a job post-college. Uh, it, it was a pretty decent, good paying job um, working in finance at a market research firm, but felt very empty. Um, actually hated, hated my job. I hated what I did and, um, just really didn't feel good, um, about what I was doing and kind of where my life was headed. Um, and kind of one evening coming home from work, sort of having an epiphany, remember those times in my mom's shop and the ability to help people feel better about themselves. My own experiences, visiting a shop, a barbershop every other week, getting that fresh cut, that fresh lineup and kind of walking out feeling amazing and decided to open up a barbershop and, um, did that um, shortly thereafter, spotted many issues that our customers were having, grooming issues, um, went home, played kitchen chemist, learned everything I could about natural ingredients and ended up creating um, products that our customers loved um, in the shop. And then uh, from there, launched a dot com to make it more convenient for those customers and really built built the business um, around sort of sort of the, the DNA of the businesses in helping men to feel the best, live their best, most fulfilled lives. It's it's why I started the business and it's why we continue to uh, do what we do. Yeah. Amazing. And growing up watching your mom run her barbershop and uh, the hair salon, what traits did you pick up that have, I guess, influenced who you are as an entrepreneur today? Yeah. I, I'd say kind of even further back from that, like my, my grandmother, came to this country with a little uh, less than nothing. Um, you know, she started a, a bakery. She was able to convince um, this building owner to do some sort of seller financing um, back in the day. Wow. Um, so he trusted her. She opened up a bakery. She actually bought that building. Um, she leveraged that to bring all eight of her kids to this country. Wow. Um, I then watched my aunts and uncles and my mom, you know, become entrepreneurs and start their own business. So it's, it kind of runs, it runs in my blood. I've, I've watched so many people uh, in my family kind of build their families and build amazing lives around entrepreneurship. So it really does hold a, a really special place in my heart. Wow. When did your grandmother um, do that? When did she open up her shop? That was a while back. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That was late 60s, early 70s. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, a little shop in Brooklyn. Awesome, awesome. And since you started in 2015, clearly the men's grooming and wellness industry has evolved since then. Over the years, there have been instances where 
have there been instances where you decide to like implement a new strategy based off of trends you were noticing in the industry and maybe other instances where you notice, okay, this this industry has shifted, but we're going to stick to a strategy that we already have in place. Um, honestly, I'd say like trends are just that trends, right? They trends come and go, uh, you know, from day one, we, we've always been clear what business we're in, right? And, and why our customers come to us and you know, people people are looking to feel uh, feel their best and kind of show up as their best in the world. And you know, great products, of course, help people. Um, you know, great products are important, um, but they're table stakes, right? And so, um, people want brands that help them to feel their best. They want more from brands than just really great products, right? And so, we've always been very, very focused on the whole person, right? And taking more of a holistic approach to serving their uh, their needs. So. Um, their health and wellness needs. So we've always been focused on that. We'll continue to be focused on that because we're very, very clear um, why people are coming to us and why they're per- why they're purchasing personal care um, and beauty products. Got it. And an important part of your company's mission is to promote mental, physical, and emotional wellness. What are some of your personal wellness practices as a busy entrepreneur? Um, so I'm not a super religious person. <laughs> But I do find, you know, moments, uh, I, I pray every day um, and I do find moments um, throughout the day to practice gratitude, to really remind myself how blessed I am and, and, and honestly how fortunate I am for, for being able to build, you know, a life um, on my own terms, right? And build a business that not only serves me daily, but, but also serves my family, um, you know, serves the people that work for us and serves our community. And And so I, you know, I spend a lot of time really practicing gratitude and then I really reflect on where I am versus where I've come from. And that's been, you know, it's, it's been a journey. Um, It's, it's, you know, had its bumps and bruises along the way, but um, where I am now is not where I started. And so I'm really, really grateful for that. And then of course, you know, I try to get in a, you know, a walk, a vigorous walk um, or a jog, you know, at least four times uh, a week. Mm, Okay. That's important. And regarding the uh, growth of the company. So over the past few years, the company has grown significantly. Could you describe what you attribute that growth to and possibly give some, I guess, numbers in terms of percentage? Yeah. So, um, yeah, in terms of like growth, um, we've we've grown about 60 percent year over year, you know, for the last few years. Um, I really do attribute growth to to really adding value to our customers and and being very clear, you know, the business that we're in and adding value and, you know, not only serving really great products, but also, you know, helping them along their health and wellness needs and having conversations about a whole host of things that um, they've raised their hands and said, you know, is very important to them, mental, emotional health, uh, health, um, wellness and um you know, just a whole host of conversations and things that we do outside of just really serving uh, really great products. Um, so just delivering on the customer's needs is, is how I think we've been able to grow the business so well over the last uh, few years. Amazing. And you clearly you've grown a business that's been attractive to investors. I believe in April, you closed a Series B funding round of $11 million. Congratulations on that. First Thank you. Um, what Thanks. are the plans for allocating that capital? Um, so we raise capital to continue to, to build on our team, you know, increase our distribution at retail, um, continue to build out, you know, our product and innovation roadmap across a couple of uh, new and exciting categories. Um, and so, yeah, that money is used to build the team, uh, reach more customers, 
um, and develop new products. Awesome. And you recently launched the Scotch Porter Impact Fund. Can you tell us a little bit about that and its mission? Yeah. So, um, I mean, the, the business, the brand from day one has, has really been built around like providing our customers with the tools and resources needed to, to live their best, most fulfilled lives. That's that's the mission um, of our brand. And so, um, you know, these tools have been product and information thus far. And now we have the opportunity and we're fortunate to kind of continue down the path of linking uh, product with purpose. Um, and so for every product that's sold online, we'll donate two percent. Um, of our sales um, to the Scotch Porter uh, Social Impact Fund um, and combined a little over 1% of our total sales. So offline and online sales will go to the Scotch Porter Impact Fund. And it's really about, um, you know, donating those funds to like innovative initiatives that really support um, people that look like you and I, mm -hmm. uh, black and brown communities. Um, underserved communities and some of the partners um, that we that we're working with, like for instance, America on Tech. Um, America on Tech is a nonprofit that's dedicated to to really decreasing the racial uh, wealth gap and, and really ushering in uh, underserved students to uh, and training them in technology. Mm -hmm. um, and so, for every dollar donated to to America on Tech, they provide one week of of training technology to a student. Um, to us, that's very very powerful. Um, technology also uh, is, a, is a pretty good uh, career to be in, in terms of like starting salary, the potential to grow and uh, grow a family and, and have like meaningful, gainful employment that kind of really shifts, um, shifts, you know, really shifts you know, wealth, you know, for families. Technology does uh, pay very well. And so we're excited about that. Um, we also have partnered with a group called Manifest Works, um, and what Manifest Works does is they provide like hands-on training and experience, um, and you know, the professional mentors. It really does focus on um, uh, production, and um, you know, what they do is they, you know, they really focus on serving folks that you know were for, uh, formerly uh, in foster care. Um, you know, homeless individuals, people that were formerly incarcerated, and they do provide them with the skills um, around production, right? Um, so camera work, um, you know, some behind the scenes work. Um, and what's very, very interesting about Manifest Works is that about 71% of the folks that um, apply to the program um, were receiving some form of um, government assistance. And by the time that they complete one year of the program, that's down to like 7%. Um, also, um, on average, most of the applicants that come in through the program were earning about $12,500 before um, the program. After completing the program, it's closer to $63,000. So it's it's meaningful, gainful employment and experience that really does have the ability to shift you know, families um, and outcomes of individuals. And then we, um, we work with uh, a company called Make USA. Um, they are our packaging company and provider. Um, and, you know, majority, I'd say over 90% of the folks that um, are employed by Make USA are formerly incarcerated individuals. Um, we all know that, you know, gainful, meaningful employment does drastically reduce recidivism. Um, there's a, there's a stat out there that says that, you know, within eight months of, you know, sort of coming home, um, if folks do not have work, you know, about one in three of those folks actually, uh, return to prison. 
um, and make USA and the work that they do there and, you know, hiring, uh, you know, formerly incarcerated folks, they have about a 99% success rate uh, in terms of folks not going back to prison. So we're really, really um, grateful to partner with Make USA. Um, and then last but not least around the entrepreneurship pillar, because we are focused on four pillars, um, job training, entrepreneurship, um, entrepreneurship, job training, recidivism. Um, one of the last pillars, entrepreneurship. Um, I, um, you know, entrepreneurship just holds a special place in my heart. Kind of grew up around it, like lots of folks in my family, from my grandmother to my mom, aunts and uncles, um, have all all been entrepreneurships, and I've witnessed how that can drastically change uh, folks' lives because it, it's changed my life and my family's life. Um, and so um, I spend a considerate amount of time mentoring folks. And in fact, um, I've been in the Target Ford Founders program for the last uh, few years, um, and I mentor about 20 uh, minority, mostly women, um, brand founders uh, annually. And so probably have reached about 60 to 70 uh, brand founders uh, over the last few years in terms of mentorship and advice. Wow, that's fantastic. That sounds like some great relationships and some great work being done. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So regarding the entrepreneurs, because entrepreneurship is one of those pillars. So there are several, you know, there are entrepreneurs across the country who have great products that people want, but they're finding trouble scaling, right? What advice would you have for someone who the product isn't their problem? They're already making something that looks good, smells good, tastes good, whatever. What advice would you give for them uh, in terms of scaling that business and being getting to a point where they're making, whether it's tens of thousands a month, hundreds of thousands of dollars a month, and being able to hire and creating a business that they can then pass on to their uh, families? Um, I'd say that it's, it does, it's really about spending time thinking about, um, you know, your brand's positioning and story, um, and being able to really articulate who you serve, um, why you're so passionate about serving, um, that customer and how your product or service really, um, solves a, an important pain point for the customer. Um, it, you know, it's important because it, it helps you to obviously better connect with your customer, you know, to build some credibility and trust. Um, and all of those are much needed to really grow um, and scale your business. Also, you know, it's about like, how's your brand different, you know, and how does it show up versus some of your competitors, right? Um, I, I really do great, believe great position that really does um, help you to attract like your consumers, retailers, and, and if later on you're interested in investment, also um, attracting investors. Um, the other thing that I think that is is super important, and it may come off as a bit like woo-woo <laughs> a bit, right, is like really spending time, you know, figuring out your personal purpose, like your life's why, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, really, once you figure that out, like make sure that your, your, your personal why does align with your business. We, we do spend a lot of time and there is a lot of risk um, around building a business, right? And so you just want to make sure um, that your personal why aligns with your business. Um, it, and it needs to be compelling, right? It needs to be something that kind of gets you, gets you up and out of bed on some of like the most frustrating weeks, kind of keeps you going, um, you know, when you feel defeated or a bit overwhelmed, right? And so it really does need to be something that's super compelling um, that keeps you moving. Um, and then, you know, I, I honestly, you know, leverage my own personal why. My own personal why is to get up, 
out of bed excited about, you know, each and every day and, and doing, you know, really phenomenal work that really change, changes my life, my family life, my community life. Mm-hmm. Um, and legacy is a, is a big word for me. It's kind of plastered all around my office. I have it as like sort of a screenshot in my phone. And that really keeps me motivated and keeps me going. And it, it's, it's almost like the fuel that I need mm-hmm. um, when I need to be recharged. It's a, it's a reminder. It's also a reminder of kind of um, this promise that I've made to myself, you know, a long time ago. So it keeps me motivated and moving. And so I think we all need to have a compelling why. Um, and as entrepreneurs, we need to make sure that our why um, aligns with our business. So it's not conflicting. That makes a lot of sense. And lastly, what is in store for the Scotch Porter brand going forward? What, what, is, what does the future hold? Um, so our number one goal is to become uh, to become the number one cross category, uh, you know, personal care brand really addressing the needs of, of, of men of color. Um, and we'll get there by continuing to deliver value, right? Um, we talked about like this holistic approach to, to, to men's wellness, mm-hmm. um, you know, really serving our customers, our community, uh, community's needs, um, building a team, um, you know, building the bench, building, you know, strong management. Um, and if we do a good job, um, you know, we get the opportunity to continue to build on that and reach more customers, right? Really with, with the objective um, of helping men to feel the best and live their best and most fulfilled lives, which is our mission. And it's, it's, it's why we do what we do here. Awesome. Well, Calvin, thank you so much for stopping by and providing all that insight and background on your brand. Wishing you the you. best of luck going forward and, you know, keep doing what you're doing, building an amazing company. Thanks a lot. And we appreciate folks like you and and what you're doing. It's important to have platforms like this. So thank thank you. you. Appreciate it. You have a great day. You too.